This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out again on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. We're bringing you a series of studies now, folks, on uh, divine healing, true and false. We're simply uh, stating facts. We're not uh, talking about personalities. We're talking about God's Word and what it says. Before we get started, I want to bring you another one of our radio choir. Uh, we had a gracious choir in New Orleans before Katrina, and we have nine CDs of that choir. I want to bring you one of those this morning at this time, and, and uh, maybe you'd like to have some of them. So you listen, if you will, for just a moment or two. Oh, 
Amen, amen. Do you know what that song is based on, my friend? When Christ uh, gave up the ghost there on the cross and ascended back to his father, he passed by the synagogue, the temple, and that veil that was there, many of you know exactly what I'm talking about, the veil separated the holy, holy, holy of holies from the congregation. And Christ passed by there and took his hand, I believe, and rent that veil or split that veil in two. No longer do we have to have a high priest to go there. No, sir. No, sir. But that's what that song is about. This is the old trailblazer. I'm bringing you these studies on uh, divine healing. And we're looking at divine healing is not found to be in the atonement. And I want to go back and review just a little bit. I want to give you that charge that the Apostle Paul gave Timothy there in 2 Timothy uh, 4.14. Let's read it together. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and be turned unto fables. Now that word we saw fables means a half truth. It's just a lie, big lie. Oh my friend, we hear fine that Paul charged preacher Timothy, preach the word, just so. God's word says to the old trailblazer, preach the word. He says to your pastor, wherever you are, back there in the little country church in the forks of the creek, out there in the big church up on the high road with the tall steeple and the stained glass windows and five acres of parking lot, he says to you, pastor, preacher, preach the word. He says to you uh, who are uh, like me, not educated, he says, preach the word. He doesn't give us any other instruction. He says, be instant in season and out of season. But, oh, my friend, listen, preach the word, not a program. Preach the word, not a doctrine. Preach the word, not divine healing. Preach the word, not, not your church. Don't hold up your church. Uh, what you believe, preach the word. That's what God says. Over and over again throughout the word, you will find the old prophet saying, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The word of Jehovah came unto me, saying, And listen, Paul said again, Brethren, I declare unto you the whole counsel of God, when you hear an individual say, God called me to preach a certain doctrine, you put it down that God has nothing to do with calling, with that calling. You say, well, does full folks do that? Yes, sir. I have folks have told me, said, I'm just called to preach the love text of God. I don't go into that hellfire and damnation stuff like the old trailblazer does. I just preach the love text. Well, you can put that down that he's no more called than a hog has a side saddle. I tell you, folks, I tell you. We, we need to be mighty careful about who we sit under, don't we? But listen, God calls his preacher to preach the word. God never calls an individual to preach anything contrary to his word. That's why I tell you oftentimes that we refute error here and refute the error of women preachers. We do. We refute the error of homosexual preachers. We do. My friend, listen, listen. How in the world, how in the world can you imagine that the Lord would allow a homosexual individual who is blasphemy in the sight of God to stand and look and lead a, a bunch. What could he preach or what could she preach? And I see where some of the denominations have elected a, a homosexual as a bishop. Oh, their bishop, their leader. 
But my friend, listen, they're just as blind as a dog in the meat house. They are. God would be a fool, wouldn't he? That's right. God would be a fool. God never called anybody to preach anything contrary to his word. God does not call a man to preach anything contrary to his word. A God-called pastor, a preacher, will preach uh, the word. He'll not leave out one portion. He'll preach the whole counsel. And when he calls a man to preach, God alone teaches that man and teaches him the word. Now, when you hear an individual always stating that he's called to preach so-and-so and he leaves the rest of the Bible for somebody else, you can put it down. He's not a called preacher. He's an emissary of hell. God calls his man to preach his word. Now, I know I'm repeating something I said in our last study, but I wanted to reiterate that, that the Lord only calls his preacher to preach the word. In our studies, we have found now that the Bible teaches divine healing. You say, are you sure, pastor? Are you sure, Trailblazer? I thought you was uh, uh, adamantly, vehemently against divine healing. No, 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 no. I believe in divine healing. I've seen it. I've, I've seen it in action, and I sit here before this microphone as an object of God's divine power. I do over and over and over again. We hear at radio missions the Lord has answered our prayers in healing the sick, healing the infirm, and we pray for the sick on a regular basis. And I often mention on our regular broadcast on Sunday morning. I said, if you have one sick on the sick bed, uh, and you write us, and we'll put them on our prayer list. We have prayer uh, oftentimes. We have a special prayer on Saturday afternoon. Our men come together in one office and the women in another building. But, my friend, the, the Bible does not teach that divine healing is a gospel. No, it doesn't teach that. There's only one gospel taught in God's word, and that is the gospel of blood redemption in Christ. Do you know anything about being washed in the blood? Folks ask me, what have I got behind my name? They want to know if I have a B.A. and all. No, I just have a, two things behind my name, S.S., Save Center, and B.W., Blood Washed. Blood Washed, my friend. But listen, listen, the, the, the gospel of blood redemption in Christ, that's what we preach, and it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believed. The gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of our blessed Lord, as set forth in 1 Corinthians 15. The gospel is made effective in the heart of depraved sinners by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we'll look at that in our next study. We're close to time to go now. But listen, the Holy Spirit is our greatest need. I tell my folks here and I tell you oftentimes that we don't need tall steeples and we don't need stained glass windows. Surely it's nice to have good accommodations. And I praise the Lord for our, our new building, our new chapel and our new bookstore where it's comfortable and folks can come and hear the word of God. But my friend, those things don't add to the gospel. No, all that's man-made. I imagine there's more uh, people saved back there in, in the early days under a brush arbor than there were anywhere else. That's right. One of one of those old divine was the first uh, uh, open-air preacher. And I'll just tell you about this. He went out there on a Sunday evening to preach to a bunch of folks and uh, in his old horse and buggy. And as he stood up to preach, the wind was blowing right in his face, kind of like these hurricanes we have here. And he knew it wouldn't go nowhere. He didn't have a microphone, amplifier. And he just quietly said, Lord, these folks not going to hear what I say. And he said almost instantly the wind turned and came from over his right shoulder. And he stood there and preached to 30,000 individuals in an open-air meeting. He was one of the first ones. And Whitfield, I believe it was. But it was Whitfield, George Whitfield. And he went on to be one of our great old preachers and had orphanages up there in Savannah. And I visited his church where he used to preach up in Savannah, stood in his pulpit, 
and uh, and and just 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 to see, it's great to stand where God's man have stood, and doesn't it? It did. I, it made me made me happy to be able to stand there and pound on his old pulpit and say, "This is where my old brother preached." But oh, my friend, uh, he preached the gospel. He didn't preach divine healing. No, he preached the gospel that men would come to Christ and be saved. So I'm happy to do that. But we're going to look at that in just a moment. Well, we'll look at it in our next study, that we need the power of the Holy Spirit to, to meet with us here, to open the hearts of our folks, because no man comes to Christ until he sees himself as a sinner. You say, well, that's not true. Yes, it is true. You can't come. You won't come. You, might, you could, but you won't. The Bible says, ye willed, W-I-L-L-E-D, will not to come to me that you might have life. That puts it all back in your court, doesn't it? That puts the ball in your court. You say, well, uh, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought. No, the Lord saves those who come to him. And I know it has to be, they have to see themselves in the sheer agony of soul before they'll ever come to Christ. Seeking, seeking, being washed in the blood. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendorvis coming out again. And I'll be back next time with another study from God's Word. Remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, website, I wish you'd go there and look, radiomissions.org. And there you can find much about the old Trailblazer. You even have a picture there you can put in your peanut patch.